You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. Happy Thursday to you. I'm going to bring him right in because he's here. Uh, joined with me today to just talk about our days, catch up, have a good old time is uh, Puddle Boy um, from the, the hit uh, podcast, Puddles with Andrew Collin. It's my best pal. You know him, Andrew Collin. Hey, what's up, Nick? Get that sleep out of your eye, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? What is? Is it? What is are, sleep? Uh, uh, no, <laughs> are eye boogers the same? Can like if you broke down a booger and an eye booger, you think it's the same thing? Probably consists of like yeah, a lot of the same stuff like um dust and dirt and uh skin like dirt, dead skin. I think that's what most dust is is like dead skin. I wonder though if. Is it a booger that comes from the top of your nose or does it come from your eye when it's in the corner? I mean, this is probably for a It's all just like dirt, dirt and dust that gets in your eye and then it forms in the corner. And God, I just, oh, do, on dogs, I always get my dogs out and then I wipe <laughs> it back into their fur. <laughs> I'm so gross. Like getting cum and putting it back in the guy's chest hair? Yeah, I mean, you could do that too. I guarantee, have you ever wiped it, smeared it just on another body part and been like, eh, I'll get in the shower later? Um. Yeah, probably when I was that. when I was drunk. I remember my roommate walked in and I had come on all over my arm, and I didn't know because I <laughs> I was hung over from the day before. And he just walked in and I was like a freshman in college, and he's like, "Is that come?" And I was didn't like, you have oh. it on your pants one time too, and like didn't know it, and someone had to point it out to you? Yeah, I was I was I was working on an eight million dollar real estate deal, <laughs> and this yeah. guy named Dan Wander who. Is maybe four feet ten. He his legs did not touch the ground when he his legs when he sat in a truck they went straight. They went like there was oh, no bed. Yeah. And he was like this little man, and he's awesome. Like nice guy. Yeah, but it I just rem- it's probably it's probably nicer because of it. <laughs> yes, but he was like eye level with my the cum on my work pants because I only <laughs> <laughs> I thought I got it. You know, sometimes you think you get cum out, but. It's like there's something about Mary. Yeah. Where it goes somewhere and you're like, I don't know where it went. Well, I knew where it was. I just thought I got it out. But I guess in the sunlight, in the sunlight, I was pumping gas and he was like, You want anything? And he was just like, Is that is that You guys were doing a real estate deal in a a dorm room with a bunch of black lights in a freshman dorm room. (laughs) Hey bro, that's fresh that's real estate one (laughs) oh one. One oh one, dude. Isolate them. To a tiny dorm room. Just flick on the yeah. black light. Put that on dorm. some Dave. I remember my 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 buddy. I was so filthy freshman year, but he got so upset with me. One, they played a prank on me where they put sardines under my bed. Mm-hmm. And the trick was You didn't notice. That was the <laughs> That was that was that was the trick on them is that it didn't matter. I got them. <laughs> there was a thing I read about yesterday on Reddit. I, I am in this subreddit called productivity. It just teaches you new ways to be productive. And one was like, if you, if you are in bed one night and you think of something that you want to remember the next day, the easy answer here would just be put an alert in your phone. But they said, throw something from your bed onto the floor so that the next day when you see it, you're like, what the hell is this? And then you go, oh, I need to go to the dry cleaner. But to me, uh, uh, I was like, that would not work. There's too much random shit on my floor. There's, that's a lot to remember. There's a lot of things I'm supposed to be doing today, according to the floor in my room. It's so yeah, embarrassing would, to be so have, messy. I remember my buddy, I woke up in the middle of the night and I, and I looked and there were wine. He took wine glasses and put them like all over the table, all over the place. And I go, why did you do that? He's like, well, I want to remember to to clean the house tomorrow and i was like wait what like like what is that how do they connect but i guess there is i guess that is something yeah sometimes if i need to remember something let's say I, i'm in bed and i remember oh god i gotta bring my insurance card tomorrow for some reason i would be like oh god i'm not gonna remember when i'm leaving my house so i would think okay when you look at the doorknob tomorrow, I would just like look at, think about the doorknob and I go, okay, when I see that doorknob tomorrow, that doorknob's going to remind you of something. And then you're going to be like, what is it? Why does that doorknob have extra meaning to me today? And then you're going to like go, oh, insurance card. It kind of yeah. worked. 
Yeah, it reminds me of, I, I think you've told me that you've done this before, is when you had to remember something for like history class, you do like Roy G. Biv or whatever. Mm. Like you, you yeah. have a bunch of different things to memorize, to remember things that it would, to me, makes it harder. even harder. Roy G. Biv is red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple, black. No, it's the Violet. guy from um, Roy G. Biv. Who's saying Pretty Woman. <laughs> oh, no, that's Roy Arbison. Wait, Roy G. Biv is, yeah. Do you, know the, do you know the planets? I heard someone trying to list the planets the other day, oh. and I was like, I do not know the order of the planets. I wouldn't know the order. My mother said to pick the very, is it that thing? <laughs> Mercury, Mars, I don't know. There's all those uh, like mnemonic devices. There's v Mars is obviously after Earth. Venus is before Earth. Yeah. You got Pluto way out there, which was not a planet, right? Mm -hmm. And then became Pluto's a, all the way out. It's the then, sun, and then I don't know what's next to the the closest to the sun. No idea. Saturn is not. I think it's Mars. I th <laughs> it's got to be. Who cares? <laughs> That's why like, really? I, I don't like. Who cares? Like, does it matter to my life? Am I playing Jeopardy tomorrow? Do I need to know this? No. Yesterday, my dad told me he got a Google alert that my show, Not Safe, that I don't, Comedy Central, is now going to be, it's going to be like airing in the UK, like on one of their stations. And he was like, did you see this? Your show's going to be on, uh, it's going to be on in the UK. It starts February 9th. It starts, it's going to air on, uh, you know, Channel 4 or whatever the hell. And I was like, oh. And I just like kept eating or whatever. And he was just like, you don't care about that? And I was like, I don't know what reaction you want like from me. Um, I, what does it, I, I, honestly, I don't care. And he's like, I think you would want to care. You would want to know about that. And I don't know what's wrong with me that that doesn't matter to me. I'm not, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with that. Um, here's, do you get paid when it gets on a new- Probably. But even, I have no control over that. I mean, it no, no, I'm just, I'm just yeah. trying to think of like positives. If anything, you're so disconnected from it. Maybe it kind of should show you that you shouldn't care if, when it's on in America. Like, yeah, why I do don't. we care ever? <laughs> I don't care about anything anymore. It just like, it was just like, you never care about anything. And I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do right now and go, oh, cheerio. Like, <laughs> I, am I supposed to put out an alert that my show's going to air? I just, I don't, I don't know what I'm supposed to do, dad. I, I just don't know what, to, what kind of reaction you want, but I'm truly disappointing you and I'm sorry. Well, what's interesting is you could have so many wins that a win starts just becoming just another thing, you know? And that doesn't feel like a win compared to a lot of your other wins in the past, maybe. Yeah, um, I guess I just, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to be jaded. I think that that's a lame thing to be, to be, but I just, I don't know. I, I don't want to talk about any of my wins. I recently had a win and I haven't even told anyone about it because I don't want anyone to go, oh my God, that's amazing. Because... And what was First, this win? Can you tell what? me now? Can you tell me now? I haven't even told you. No, I'm not going to tell you yet. I'm not telling anyone until it is like happening tomorrow. I just don't. And it's not that I don't care. It's just like I don't want people to get excited about things that I'm not excited about. And it's not that I'm not excited about it. I just I'm not in a celebrating kind of mood, I guess. I don't know what it is. Hmm. I, so why do anything? To, um, why, why, why even try to succeed if it's not going to make you feel anything? That's a great question, and I don't know the answer to it. <laughs> and it's not like I'm depressed. Like I really, I'm not feeling that depressed lately. It's just like I, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit anxious though because I'm getting asked to go back out on the road, and I just, I don't know. I, I'm so scared. I'm so scared to leave. This house, Andrew, what's wrong with me? I'm like, um, I'm really sad right now because my parents took off for their cabin and I'm home alone tonight and I don't know what to do with my time. Yeah, he's doing the Kevin from Home Alone, hands on the side of his mouth, screaming. That, I always thought aftershave must be the worst thing. <laughs> I did too. And I shaved before and I put it on. I was like, huh. Like, you know, you put it. Your version is, huh. <laughs> uh, my parents are gone. Eh. What was Who, it? Brute? What was Remember the guy brute? that wrote that movie had an awful experience with aftershave or something? Because I, even since then, I've never seen anyone overreact to it in that way. 
Well, I, I guess it's just like on aftershave anyway. I like, know. How many okay. guys do? Wait a second. Aftershave is like the same stuff that I put on my bikini line. If I shave my puss and I used to get ingrown hairs, you put it on and after you shave, it does sting a little bit, but I've never done this to my vagina and slapped it on both sides. Maybe you should. I should. That would feel good. Um, yeah. Only when your parents leave. I know. I, I, I really was like, that's a great, that's a great porn. Your parents leave and you're like, Oh, so then you shave your pussy and then you slap it like Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) And then fucking DeVito comes and fucks you. No, not DeVito. Who is that? Pesci um, is in that. Pesci. Pesci. I, that's a, that's those are two that you get confused. <laughs> I can see that. Um, yeah, I don't know what my intense fear of leaving here is, but they left me tonight, and I feel like angry about it, and I I hate when they leave because my whole night is like now I don't know what to do, and I don't really want to do anything. They always give me an excuse not to do anything because they're just sitting around chilling. What do you mm. do at night? What are you doing? I mean, I've been getting out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to be somewhat careful while like living my life and having a good time. Yeah. So like Sunday, for example, I went and I met up with that Luke guy from Summer House, Luke Galbrunson, who's very handsome, apparently. Yeah. Um, Are you kidding me? You don't see it. <laughs> okay. Luke is from Summer House. For those of you who don't know, Summer House is a show. And by the way, I'm, I'm sorry, bravo. I'm slurring. I'm, uh, I have my Invisalign and I have to work 22 hours a day. And so I thought you were making fun of me this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you son of a bitch. Yeah, Andrew, why have your teeth not gotten straighter over the time that I've seen you since you always slur? No, um, Luke <laughs> is from Summer House. He was, uh, it, which is a show that I, if you didn't know, I was, well, when I first started this podcast, doing it daily from quarantine, I was like so into Summer House. I love that show. They had they did tape a new season this summer. I know that, but um, Luke was on there. He was Hannah Burner, who is um, one of Andrew's really good friends. One of my, I would say, good friends. But yeah, we, don't, a- we definitely don't talk as much as you guys do. Um, Hannah, I Burner. don't talk to her anymore. <laughs> <laughs> now that she's dating old old gray balls, she's dating uh, another another one of our friends, Dez Bishop. But anyway, she, she on the show is dating this guy named Luke, and now you're friends with Luke. Why I did guess. you guys hang out? Like, what what precipitated that? Luke on the show is like so not your style. Um, well, we both like sports. He did my podcast. We bonded oh, over right. both playing football, and he's you know so he, hot. He's it's very he's a very ridiculous. handsome man. He looks uh, like um, I think he looks kind of like that actor that that uh, that in Sons of Anarchy, the blonde guy from that. Oh, I don't know who that I is. I never know names of these guys, but he's just, yeah, he's a manly looking man. He's the kind of guy he wore like a, it was 75, 78 degrees and he's wearing a ski cap with right. glasses and, a, and like an extra hoodie, like trying to look bad, but yeah. just makes, and then like a man bun, but it looks manly still. You know what I mean? Like yes. he pulls it all. He can pull off a man bun. And he you're doesn't like, seem like an, an asshole though. Like he doesn't seem like he knows he's hot, even though obviously a guy that wears a ski cap kind of knows he's hot. He must know he's hot. He knows he's hot. He's from Minneapolis. So he's like Midwestern. So they're like, oh, I mean, am I hot? They're humble, but I think they know it. They know, he knows he's a sexy man. People, but Pete, these guys that play like they don't know they're hot, they do. They they know this. All shucks, I don't know. They they do know, but then there there are guys that I don't know. I it's it's different with girls. Girls who know they're hot versus guys who know they're hot. Is it different? Well, I think there's there. I think the difference is is that if a guy is unattractive his whole life and then he starts working out and next thing you know he's attract. I feel like Luke was probably attractive his whole life, hmm. but. Um, I think he wants to be judged by more than just his beautiful cheekbones and perfect abs and glistening thighs. (laughs) Glistening thighs. (laughs) Did did he forget to wipe the cum off too? And he he keeps it moist? It's been 15 years. (laughs) Eventually it turns into something beautiful like a diamond from coal. uh, (laughs) If you keep cum long enough, it turns into... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so yeah so we hung out we went and watched football a pubic zirconia what he invited me to watch football and we just watched football all day they drank beers they probably had i'm not kidding him and his buddy probably 25 beers like i'm okay. not yes. and i had like 15 diet cokes to try mm-hmm. to like 
and a couple of coffees, you know, like I try to stay active at least when I'm hanging out, you know, but even when you don't drink, if you like day hang, you feel takes- drunk for some reason. Well, when you're around other people who are drinking, you tend to like take on whatever state they're in. You like, I would, yeah. I found that with whenever I smoke weed and people around me, they tend to be like, I feel like I'm high. And I'm like, and they're like, I'm getting like a buzz from like, they think they're getting like secondhand smoke. And it's like, no, we're outside. There's no way you've inhaled this. But I they guess, just yeah, get loopy you too. You could get secondhand drunk in a way where mm-hmm. you're just like, oh, we're just going to be not dumb, but not talk about anything too serious. And yeah. we can kind of relax. Well, yeah. that that makes sense because, like, yeah, when you're around dumb, you adapt to whatever the kind of people you're around anyway. And so when people get more and more drunk, they get dumber. And so you just kind of get dumber, too. It's kind of fun. I haven't been around, um, like, all drunk people in a really long time. Or, like, and just they, two other people that are just drunk and I'm not. And they're not, like, annoying. They're not, like, the loud drunk. But by this, we went to a second bar and I had a girl meet me that I met on Bumble at the bar we were sitting outside with carl who's also from summer Carl's also on summer house it's funny they get recognized they get recognized a lot like oh there's there's the guy you know what i mean i don't know i love it oh my god of course they sit in the most populated place ever carl i think likes it more than than luke does and and um anyway so we were sitting there and then they started to get a little hammered to the point where they were a little slurry And, uh, but this girl came and met me. I was with five people. And for me to go meet up with someone I've never met before when they're with like four or five people seems insane to me. I would so much rather go meet a guy and his friends than meet a guy alone. Why? A hundred times. You feel safer and you feel less like likely. No, I don't ever feel scared. It's just like, I am going to be more impressive with a group of people than I am one-on-one one-on-one really like makes me nervous, but uh, I would love that. If every time I went on a date with a guy, he's like, I'm bringing my two best guy friends. I'd be like, yes, wow. let's do this Interesting. so much more than a one-on-one. Like, I- I'm not kidding you. Like that is the ticket to getting me to go out as if you go, Oh, I have a group of friends coming over because I know I'm going to be fantastic. And then your friends are going to be like, she's amazing after I leave. And if we're with a group of people, there's no chance you're going to start like pawing at me or doing something I'm uncomfortable with too soon because there's like witnesses around <laughs> and, and it's on display. Like, it's like my whole theory about I like, think, that's why yeah. I'm trying to pitch this reality show. It's like, I want to go on dates, but I don't want to I won't do it on my own. I need like an audience. Well, I feel like with guys, if it's like, hey, come meet me and my three girlfriends, you feel like there'll be one girl in the bunch that is going to be very judgmental of you. Like, you know, the cock block girl, the girl that, yeah. you know, is going to be like, ugh, like I don't have a guy, so I'm going to be a bitch to him. Yeah, that's probably pretty accurate. So that goes on in my head that I'm just going to get there and there's going to be one girl. Guys are like, yeah, our dude's getting laid. They're like, yeah, blow us all. And they're competitive (laughs) and they probably want the guy to like, they want the girl to make like you, you get to be flirty with three guys instead of one. It's like way more fun. And And they're going to talk up their buddy. They're going to talk up their buddy. They're not going to try to bring him down to make him look bad in front of this or whatever. Might. I mean, there's some d- douche yeah. guys out there for sure. I mean, I think we saw that on Summer House between the two men you were talking about. Yeah, yeah, a lot. <laughs> Specifically. <laughs> that was like one of their biggest fights. Bro, they started talking for like five minutes. They were like, bro, I'm sorry about the fight on the show. And he's like, bro, it's fine. And I'm like, bro, but it's not, dude. Oh but bro, God. it's over. And bro, and- I would love to hang out with Kyle, you, and, and Luke because- And, and, those and guys- Carl, Carl. But yeah, Kyle too. Ky- Wait, Kyle is um oh Kyle's the other one. That's right. <laughs> yeah, Kyle Kyle's great. I like him too. That's I love everyone in that house. Yeah, That's man. Come hang. You have an apartment here. Get over here. I know. Like, keep I telling you. So, anyways, that girl the other thing about New York. Oh, yeah, the and, girl came and hang on. And what I realized is is I just met I've only hung out with Luke one other time mm-hmm. other than that night, or maybe two, but not really like that. Carl, I've hung out with once. The other girl there that I'd never met before. So this girl isn't coming into like a friend group that's known sure. like New York. You can come and kind of realize pretty quick that everyone is kind of a gentrifier yeah. of this table, yeah. I guess. <laughs> yes. And uh, I don't know. She was really like, she wasn't, she didn't try to, I don't know. She How was, quickly she was, off Bumble did you move into like, and what was her first line to you? Because on Bumble, girls got to make the first move. She, she sent me a gif. 
okay. or GIF, a GIF yeah. GIF. What was and it? And it was just her sucking some other guy's dick. Oh, come on. <laughs> How'd she get just a imagine if that? I just sat on that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, no, that's what it was, dude. That would uh, be amazing if that actually was what it was. <laughs> <laughs> this could be you. I was like, that looks a lot like you. It is me. All right, I'll <laughs> see you And you're like, nine. you don't know me. That couldn't be me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you'd be fine. You'd still be able to talk. <laughs> um, so I ended up, uh, no, she, so we were going to hang out the day that she wrote me. It was like a Saturday night. And then it just got too late. I didn't. And then the next day, I was like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm just watching the island whatever she didn't have anything to do it was like a sunday so you invited her she shows I invited up. her she shows up and uh she has a beer we're just hanging out she's uh 29 she's from long island she was very like laid back joking self-deprecating uh she looked cute and i don't know yeah i mean it was great and then i was like you want to get out of here they were getting really hammered and so around like 7 30 we left <laughs> and went back to her place uh, we watch, uh, I, we, we hooked up right away. We were going to watch TV and the TV wasn't working in the living room. I was like, well, I guess the only other thing is to play with each other's genitals. Is that what you yeah. said? No, that's what I was thinking. Who made the first move? I did. You sent a GIF? I sent a GIF. I sent Jeff. And, uh. <laughs> <laughs> See the guy in her GIF? Yeah. GIF and Jeff. <laughs> So you, uh, you made the first move. Like, what is your, what's your move? What I do is I go, I have a gun. <laughs> and <laughs> you look great. Um, I go, I just went in for a, like, it was like, oh, the TV's not working. And then we're sitting on the couch, kind of like close, like shoulder to shoulder. And I just, I was like, yeah, well, I guess nothing to do. And then I just so went Do you in. take it as a green light that she's gone back to her place with you so you can go in for the kiss? Like, do you feel like, okay, th- have you ever gone in for a kiss and had the girl be like, yo, what you doing? Uh, yeah, uh, kind of. I went in for a kiss that one time the, and the girl punched me in the arm. Like, oh, yeah. like oh, oh and like kind of did a side thing and then like She's gave me a little. She's a hero. She is a hero. No, uh, that would, I, I just liked that girl because I met her before that happened. And uh, that's so a move that I would do out of just being uncomfortable and weird and like feeling awkward. So it just made me feel less alone that like someone else like kind of flubs those moments. For sure. And I, and I don't know, I, I, I react to that as like, I don't feel like, Oh, she fucking denied me. I'm just like, okay, she's not into it. And then we joked about it. We joke about it for months. I was yeah. like, Oh, I still have a bruise on my shoulder from where you punched me instead of kissing me. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, like, it's pretty cool. You gave me a hickey with your fist. So you and this girl, you make a move, you go into her room and you, you, you told, you told me and my dad the other day when we were FaceTiming, um, that you got a. Oh, fun time, Nikki. I don't, you know, I don't blow and talk. A blowjob. <laughs> I got a blowjob. You said blowy to me and my dad. And I was just like, I can't. There, uh, there has to be some kind of boundary with me and my dad, but there just isn't anymore. So you got a blowy. Yeah, um, it was great. It was great. And then we watched great? Cuties. Let's go over it. Oh, you want to go? Um, there were a lot of balls action. Um, in, in her. Yeah, a lot of licking the balls. Mouth. Okay, wait, licking or just like put, placing them in the mouth? Licking. Licking. Okay. Uh, there was a licking of the balls. There was a licking up the shaft. There was um, uh, head play without going all the way down mm-hmm. and then going all the way down. I don't know. She did a, a great job. She's doing what she's doing. How long did it last? Not that long because what I've been doing, because I'm on Zoloft, I don't jerk off really at all anymore. Right. If I think I'm going to, especially if I think I'm going to hook up. Yeah. So it didn't, I, I would have lasted longer if, but she was on the rag. Oh, gotcha. So, so she said. Or, yeah, or no, she, she probably was. She could add balls. Yeah. Um, so you came, you <laughs> saved your com for cuties? No, no, no. I let. <laughs> you want to save Did it you up. watch cuties? No, I just watched that clip I sent you. I told I told my the listeners uh, to watch the same thing that I sent you, in, unless they wanted to actually watch the film. Did you watch the actual film? So if you go on Netflix, you can watch it in fast forward. So like if you just slide down on the thing, you could see like it's like a picture book. 
And right, I actually right, and you just stopped when you got to uh, a ten-year-old humping the ground, and you would go, "Let's watch this part in slow mo." Yeah, I was like, "Slow it down, and let's <laughs> add some better music." Where it was gonna be the, the yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we were like, adults talking. Well, we were like, "Well, let's see why this is horrible." Because and why it was horrible was actually the movie just sucked. But um, you could tell there was a lesson involved. But whoever was obviously the camera guy or the editor. I mean, they made some pretty strong choices with the zooming. I mean, at what point is it art that's talking about a message and being like, this is, we're going to show what these girls are now. It was, was it like, this is what becomes of women when, or young girls when they're not protected from becoming sexualized? Well, the, the movie, the movie was based off one girl. One girl was very religious. She came from a very religious family with her mom and her grandma. Again, this is all I'm getting from picture books, but Mm. she ends up seeing one other girl dancing kind of, uh, kind of dirty. And then this girl had two other popular friends. And so she wanted to be popular. So she wanted to join these three other girls. And then, and and then the peer pressure of her, you know, wanting to learn these like kind of TikTok style dances that are very sexual, um, which is all real shit. It's just like you could. I mean, I get what they were trying to do. They were trying to probably go over the top to then start a conversation about, you know, where we're at with social media. And I mean, if you literally go on TikTok, you can see shit that's just as fucked up as this. Yeah. I mean, that was what I was talking about the other day about um, my friend who was stalking who was lamenting that she was on Reese Witherspoon's Instagram and feeling insecure. She's like, I'm just looking at her and her daughter. And I'm just like, God, I just, I feel so old. And I go, don't compare yourself to Reese Witherspoon. And she goes, no, I'm comparing myself to her daughter. And her daughter's like 12. And I relate to that. I mean, as funny as that is, I relate to seeing girls that are under 16 on, on, that's why I had to get off TikTok was like, I was getting jealous of children being like oh wow not because i'm like wow they're so sexy it's like they have so much ahead of them and they're so young that is now what women are being that's what we're comparing ourselves to is actual children it's like 18 year olds are now like old like yeah it's it is interesting if you go on tiktok you you could also see like um older women sexualizing like guys that are maybe like 17 18 19 you know watching them dance and so you could do like a split screen and they're watching and they're like oh like them getting like excited the more this young guy who's like yeah irating his penis and they're just like oh it's so bad and it's like i can't i I mean if it was three dudes if it was the other way around it would look so fucking so bad what it is i'm sure it's happening but just taping themselves doing it and yes. That's the problem. It's like I I do understand that, that things need to be kind of in your face to start a conversation. It's like whenever I post like vegan stuff or like something very heartbreaking, you know, there's stuff I come across all the time of like cows being kicked or like chickens being like just like horrible slaughterhouse abuse. And I don't put it on my Instagram because people get so upset about it. And even like uh, I I think I once put something that was like a little bit graphic, but not by any means something that I would have been like, guys, just a trigger warning or whatever. Um, And someone was like, you really do need to give a warning about this. Like, this has just ruined my day. And it's like, well, you need to. That's the only way you're going to change is that you see the stuff in your face. So I get that. I couldn't believe the footage from Cuties. I just thought it was so disturbing. I felt like I... It felt like I stumbled upon a page on the dark web and that I needed to go report it, you know, like, but that's the thing. It's like, I was watching, I was listening to this podcast that I really recommend that I I talked about months ago when I was into it, but it's called hunting warhead. And it was about trying to find pedophiles from the dark web. And what they do is they use, you know, guys that are undercover, they use child sex abuse images to lure these guys and it's like is that okay to do that to you to take the stuff that already exists and then use it and post it and write these posts and they were reading posts from the fbi or whatever the the, the interpol and like these guys are writing posts like disgusting things about children but they have to be like the guy they have to pretend like they're pedophiles and so it was like oh they're creating this content that's probably someone's getting off on 
but is it worth it? And then there was this woman who was the mother of one of the kids that was found in this whole like ring of pictures. And she was like, absolutely. If my daughter's pictures, those pictures that already exist are you being used to like put these guys away, then that's fine. And it, it would, that would just be really hard. So I don't know. I, like, well, I think the name cuties is not, it just, you just, I bet a lot of parents watched it. I mean, anything could be watched on Netflix. You're not, like you said, there was no warning. Like that woman wanted a warning from you. Yeah. Uh, there's no like NS, what is it? Or not suited for children, whatever. Like you're just going into a movie called cuties about a young girl. You don't think that, Next thing you know, they're going to be gyrating in like small the girls little outfits. Pumping the floor was so weird. So weird. But I didn't see the movie, so I cannot contextualize that. But out of context, it was, I mean, no, I really it's still felt absurd. disgusting seeing it. But I also, that's why I had to get off TikTok. I really did. I was just, it wasn't that I was like, oh my God, this is child porn. It was like, I'm feeling like this is what men want. And I can't, I am. I, yeah, that's, I, yeah. It's, I don't know. I'm thinking about the movie though, and like I'm thinking about shows like like the movie Kids. Do you remember the movie Kids? I know I, you do. Yeah, it really fucked with my head, and it was literally young teenagers having sex, giving each other AIDS, and right. it fucking made me get an AIDS test from fingering a girl, like before I was like still a virgin. Like that's what it did to my brain. So obviously, people shouldn't get that kind of reaction where it's so extreme that it makes you afraid of of any STD. Like, but. There is something to shocking people into having them realize that there's a problem and maybe that their behavior is incorrect. So, but I agree. But have you seen Euphoria, that show? No, I haven't seen that yet. Um, but that's kind of like kids in the sense, but this is the thing it's like adults playing teenagers, but we're like okay with like 16 year olds fucking, but once they're, but if they're two or three years younger, gyrating on the floor. You know what I mean? Like, it's just an interesting, like, where we're, like, cutting off. It's weird, and, though, because I, I understand And is it just that. the editing? Is it the zooming in? Like, But is these it... little girls look like children, whereas, like, you know, exactly. yes, 17-year-olds yes. can look adult-like, and I'm not saying that makes it right, but these, I was like, anyone who, the way this is shot, men are definitely jerking off to this, and that's why I love Kurt Metzger's uh, tweet about, Maybe cuties should be allowed to be a movie, but we should just find out. Netflix should target the men who are watching it in seven-minute <laughs> increments. But that that I'm watching it in seven minutes. You are. We all went to those scenes to be like, I'm, what is this about? So I guess we all would be suspect. And I just got a blowy, so there was no sexual feeling for me. Uh, oh, isn't I just want to make, make you this feel clear. Safe. <laughs> yeah. You would just come, so you were yeah, like, yeah, okay, so good, I'm now fine. I can watch code cuties and not feel any like fear of maybe getting turned on by any of this cooties cooties did i say cooties no you i thought you almost were about to Um, (laughs) andrew collins with us he got a blowy the other night and you've been hooking up a lot recently or you had like a good couple days well i took off i really was good about quarantine for like five six months and then i uh i hooked up with uh i've hooked up with two women or three Mm -hmm. three women yeah in the last three weeks it's been so fun fulfilling yeah but one i think kind of ghosted me yeah which and then every time she came back again and then she ghosted again yeah who goes twice just ghost away if you're gonna ghost go to that because you just you want to keep them on the line because you had a good time and uh you might need them again so you don't want to like it's yeah it's it's not it's not good it's just weird when it's like I thought I got ghosted. Then it's like, oh, my bad. I've been working so much. Okay, cool. I wasn't like making a big deal. Like it was fine. And then I go, hey, you want to hang out? And then I don't hear back again. And then she's like, oh, I was, I was working again, but tomorrow. And then she writes me before the end of the next day. And she's like, hey, I know you're going to ask, but I'm going to have to work too much. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, why are you? Yeah. I was like, it's a little cocky to 
to write me before I even write you begging to be desperate, you know, like. I think she was getting ahead of it because she knew you probably would. <laughs> maybe, maybe I would have. Yeah. But I probably wouldn't if she was just up front being like, hey, I'm, I'm, I had a good time, but I'm not really into it. Okay. Yeah, I got guys texting me and I don't tell any of them like, no, this is never going to happen because I just want to, I don't want to completely shut the door on things because I think that maybe I'll wake up tomorrow and change my mind about it or something or I, I don't know what it is. And part of you just doesn't want to be that, uh, yeah, you just don't want to completely end things. Yeah, and you don't want to be mean. I get it. I understand it. I just like, but everything led to her being into it. So that's, it's weird when you get ghosted when everything's positive, the feedback's positive, and then- you know what I mean? Like, you don't feel like you're pushing too hard on the other God, end. I mean, to get... it's been so long since I've, I mean, I've been ghosted by guys that I haven't even hooked up with. That's the problem. Like, it's been so long. I would be so scared to be intimate with someone and then have a guy reject me after that. I mean, it's, it's. It didn't it, hurt. It doesn't really hurt. It's just like. Yeah. I did, it, I did just get an alert on Rye. I want to pull it up. Hold on. I just got a new connection. Let's see who it is. Please, God. Oh my look, God! Look you, you who look it happy. is. You look happy. Oh God. Oh wow! <laughs> wow! But I matched with him forever ago. That's so funny that it's back. I mean, he's just going through his 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 phone and just going through. Oh, it's so fun! Look who just posted on their um, feed two days ago. Like, because you can tell people where you are and. On Raya. Oh, okay. Oh, letting us all know where you are. Wait, He's who's hooking that? Up. Um, you know who it is. From New York? Yeah. Look. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's exciting. I wonder if he'll message me. Probably not. I was mess. I, I, I'm so closed off. It's, it's so insane. I can't even begin to. Yeah, you're like in a bunker. You're like in St. Louis. I think once I get out, I'll probably attempt to do some stuff, but I, I got to get out. I, I mean, this is such a dumb old conversation to keep having, but there's just something about it that I just don't want to go yet. I don't know why, but I'm probably going to come to New York pretty soon here. It could be fun. You could pick out some cool things for your apartment. Oh God, that stresses me out so much. You love decorating. No, I don't. I'm obviously the worst decorator ever. But you, you, you weren't intimidated by it. It gives me such anxiety to like pick out a lamp. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna have to live with this lamp the rest of my life. And if I want to give it away, where am I gonna give it to? It's just gonna be in a landfill somewhere, and then I feel so bad. Then hire a designer or hire someone to do it for you. I, they could charge so much fucking money. I hired this girl to design my apartment in um, New York. I have one lamp that she picked out. This is the only thing I bought. She cost me $8,000 in labor, like just from <laughs> just, uh, and maybe that's exaggerating. I think it was more like- six. Anya could do it, right? Yeah, but she would charge me like- Oh, yeah. Two grand just to do the work. It's like, I, I don't have the, the extra money now to be- uh, Get an air mattress. Yeah, I That's know. what I meant. Just I'm just going to just move into a furnished place the rest of my life. I don't want anything. Until I have a husband, then, I, then he'll pick out everything. Until then, just furnished. I don't want to have any belongings- Besides art and clothes and maybe like a pillow. That's all I want. I'm so intimidated by getting furniture and like settling somewhere. I don't know what this anxiety is. So then I think don't it's because do I it. feel like there's a civil war coming. We're all going to have to run. And then I'm going to be like, oh, I have to leave this crate and barrel couch I just bought. <laughs> and just knowing it's going to get like torched. And I just spent six grand on a couch that is going to be you know, I'll never see again. It stresses me out. Or I'm going to use it as like a float when the tidal wave comes. And I love picturing this soldier just being like, dude, I don't want to fucking go fight the Confederates. I just got this sick, like what would be like a sick candle or a, a sick new cow. I don't know. What would you even get back they didn't then? Have, like back then they had their things and they just held on to them forever and they would build them. And so they would take such care would go behind getting things. Now everything's so disposable. It just makes me, makes me so sad. I just want things to be more, I want everything I own to be very special and I want to keep it forever. That's why cars stress me out because 
I mean, I went and drove three Priuses the other day. I zeroed in on the one I want, and now I can't commit to buying it because it, I just I'm I'm scared that I'm uh, gonna move to New York and I'm gonna be like, why did I just buy a fucking eight? So bring the car to New Prius? York. So bring the car to New York. Then I have and you to get a, it every day. No, you don't. You get a parking garage for freaking. You can get them for two hundred bucks a month now. But what do I need a, a car for in New York? I don't even need one. So then you can get out of there. You could go upstate. I love that you have this like high point, and I'm like matching it. I, know, I just I don't wanted know. to. Yeah, no, but yeah, then you go. You you can. Yeah, I was talking I don't know, podcast may- about living with you the other day, and I do think it would be fun to be roommates. I never imagined that I would be roommates with you. I mean, I've I've toyed around with the idea of it, but I think we'd be pretty good as roommates. Yeah, I think we would. I I just like the only thing that I'd be concerned with is uh Maybe you know cold hearted cunt. Those are my words that you said. <laughs> um I I I would be worried like if because with COVID and stuff that you you might be coming from living at your parents you might be like overly anal about things i don't even think about covid honestly okay it's it's kind of insane that i kind of forget no i'm not i'm not over i wouldn't make you feel bad about that stuff Um, i think yeah we'd be great roommates i don't think we're in each other's business when we don't have to be and like just staying at your dad's and being on dude i mean we are roommates on the road we just don't we just need beds on the opposite ends of each other yes yeah. Well, I was thinking we share a room and we just put up a curtain. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good too. How thick's the curtain? <laughs> Can you imagine us in it's bunk a clear beds? shower curtain <laughs> <laughs> with a hole in it for our dre- genitals? You know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> a glory curtain. <laughs> a glory curtain. <laughs> um. Yeah, I I just can't imagine going there and not having a roommate or having a constant friend there to like. Well, when's out. your rent over on your other place? Fucking March first. Yeah, so you're not gonna be able to be a roommate with anyone till March, right? Yeah, I just don't want another rent, but I'm trying to rent that place out. So if it does lease oh, yeah. pretty soon here, I mean, I'm still out. Whatever I it, the the rent, I've dropped it from. I've dropped it like $2,500. So I'm still out $2,500 every month, at least if I sublease it because rent has dropped so much, but. But you could also get a two bedroom. I would say I would pay something as well, or you could just take it out of curtain. I'll buy half the curtain or 30% (laughs) of the curtain. And the scissors (laughs) we use to cut the hole. (laughs) It will come pre-cut. I'll buy it off eBay. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I'd be open to it. What what area? I don't know. We could talk about this offline, but like what area would you want to be in? I mean, Somewhere downtown? I don't know. I, I don't yeah. know any of it. And we're approaching hurricane season. I'm like, can we just get through that first? Because, you know, we could get walloped. There's like eight hurricanes looming off the coast <laughs> right now. And then <laughs> LA, it's like the, the sky is poison. Well, it's just interesting that the only states that are going to be left are the red states eventually like it's all going to be like uh, the our united states is going to get smaller and smaller because you're going to have to leave the coasts yeah eventually we're all going to end up in like did you the watch mi- the social dilemma no does it talk about that you got to watch it I, I really think you'd be interested in it but i maybe not i don't think it would change the way you consume social media i've been off instagram for a week and a half now. I, I just really only go on it to post some stuff and then I get the hell off. It's weird. I've, I missed Rosebud's wedding. I missed, um, I miss nearly anything. missed Noah's, uh, our producer, her dog passed away and she posted about that. I almost missed that post. It would have been so weird for me just to not comment on it. But like, that's the thing when you're off these things, you miss out on your friends, like big events in their life. But you also- Well, maybe they're not that close of friends if you don't know about them. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Um, but that's but if, think about all the things you would miss out on on people's lives if you like. How many people are you talking to not on social media outside of it daily? Me, Ari, Luke, <laughs> <laughs> Hannah. No, I know no, Rusty. Follow, you, a Danny. lot of people you you know what's going on in their life because of social media. I don't. There's know so many people that now. I shouldn't know about what's going on with their life. I, I see, I'm sure from watching this, there are, there's so much I know about people that I shouldn't even give a fuck about that actually affect me, that could affect me emotionally. 
depending yeah. on success or whatever, where I should never even know about it. I really shouldn't. I, yeah, um, it's, it's the only it's, thing it's I have Instagram fun. for is like per promotion reasons. I mean, yeah. I just feel like, cause I'm not big on Twitter. I have no Twitter. Like, no, you I'm gotta not, do it. That's what I'm saying. I mean, we gotta do it. There's no choice, but um, it's, it, oh, you know, a new thing I've been doing too, that uh, I, I haven't, I've been teasing all week and I haven't talked about, but it's like so good. And I love it so much. I read this, I saw some post about, um, not breathing through your mouth when you sleep and how that's like this new craze. There was a book written called like breathe or something that everyone's been reading about. And the reason that we get so sick and we're like, we don't function properly. And a lot of the, our illnesses are caused because we sleep with our mouths open. And, um, my dad was talking about hearing some person talk about it on NPR or something. And my dad was like, it's so weird because I just, had gotten a book sent to me that was written in like the 1716, I don't know, when there were still like Native Americans all over, Native American tribes all over the country. There was some guy that went out and uh, some doctor, uh, a white guy who went out and studied all of these Native American tribes and learned that they don't have the same rate of infant mortality that we had as, uh, you know, a at that point in time, I think it was probably like the 1700s, but this book is called just shut your mouth. Um, that's what it was called in like the 1700s. He wrote this book called just shut your mouth. And it was all about how they don't have the same kind of disease. They don't have the rates, same rates of illness. They live a lot longer. They don't have stillborns, all these things that we have or were having in our civilized society. And it's because, because of the, we have centralized air and because we don't sleep in the cold anymore, we, for some reason, have developed this habit of breathing with our mouths open when we sleep. So we all sleep like, <sighs> and, our, and your breathing and your lungs are supposed to work uh, their best capability through your nose. Like your nose is supposed to be the respirator for your lungs and your mouth just fucks up the whole system. And I haven't read enough into it but I instantly bought these mouth strips that you put over your mouth when you sleep and it keeps your mouth shut. And it's like this little bandaid you put on your mouth and I fucking love it. I sleep all night with my mouth shut and it's, I wake up better, more rested and I just go to sleep easier. I really recommend it. All right. I'll try it. I mean, that I, uh, I've been sleeping okay lately, but yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I think, um, you know, we they just had less toxins in their system, probably. I mean, they're eating cleaner. I don't right. know how long they lived back then, I, but um, yeah, it's called. It's the so weird. funny to think about this. Like, some I I think it'd be hard to just keep your mouth shut unless you bought one of those things. You can't. You can't do it because you will. Uh, it will happen in the middle of the night. You will start. Um, sleeping with your mouth uh, open. It will just start happening to you. Um, Can you feel your mouth like fighting to try to open up in the middle of the night? Um, well, in the, sometimes in the middle of the night, I wake up and I've ripped them off. <laughs> I've had to do two now to keep it really shut. Um, and it doesn't disturb my sleep at all. It's not like my dad was like, I'm not doing this unless it has a little hole for me to breathe through. I'm like, that's the point. Like your holes are in your nose. So this is a it's the um, the book is called Breath and it's the new science of a lost art by James Nestor. Um, let me read this get article. Less sore throats. Living sure. with a plugged nose isn't fun, but James Nestor was ready. Plus, it was for science. While researching his recent book, Nestor let Stanford University students block his nostrils with silicone and surgical tape to measure the impact of breathing through his mouth for ten days. We knew it wasn't going to be good because there's a fir very firm scientific foundation showing all the deteriorous effects of mouth breathing from periodontal disease to metabolic disorders. Oh yeah. That's another thing. Um, all of the skull, this guy that went around and, um, was researching native American tribes, he would go and dig up their dead. And a lot of them had ha made like shrines with the skulls of the people that had died. And all of them still had their teeth where all these people in civilized society, your teeth would rot out of your mouth, like by the age of seven. And it was like, what is going on here? Nestor's blood pressure rose 13 points, edging the writer into stage one hypertension. Measurements of heart rate variability showed his body was in a state of stress. His pulse went up and he stumbled around in a mental fog. He also snored for hours each night, developing obstructive sleep apnea. His blood oxygen levels dropped. 
We had no idea it was going to be that bad. The snoring and sleep apnea was so dramatic and it came on so quickly that everyone was pretty floored. Um, breathing through your mouth at night puts your, you at higher risk for sleep disorders, including snoring, sleep apnea, and hypo, hypopnea. Um, uh, so um, I, I really recommend this. I brought the, bought these strips um, from Amazon and you just put them on your mouth and it almost like gets your body ready for bed. Like it kind of tells you like time, time to sleep. And it like, and that's what they found native American mothers for their babies. When babies would sleep, they would always close their mouths because these Can you wear would... when we hang out during the day. Hmm? <laughs> I know Neil Brennan posted a picture of himself after having read this book, yeah. it was a big piece of tape over his mouth. And I was like, you can just keep that. Yeah, just keep that on. <laughs> <laughs> You've never sounded better. I, uh, no, I'll try it. I mean, I'm down to try. You have too much hair on your face. Oh, that's a good The point. tape wouldn't stick. Yeah. That might I be don't... a prob. But I'm into it, man. It's, it's like, uh, you know, I always get into these little fats, but I think this one is going to stick for me. Yeah, I think like uh, you, you did you get you got diagnosed with ADD, right? ADHD. Oh yeah, I did. That's apparently some. Uh, I was just talking to my roommate about this because she has a podcast about ADHD now. Oh yeah. And uh, how people with ADHD or ADD, we we find like a new hobby or like a new idea, and we just we dive into it so hard before even really like looking into it or before we even like we just adopt it as our new lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, it's gone like a month, third of a book glazer. And then I've changed <laughs> everything. I'm like, I'm never going to come again. Remember that whole thing I went on. Oh boy. Still that going was, on that. I know, but that was something you really lean into things when you really get it I'm, on your brain. I know. Why is, why do you think you do that? Because I just think it's going to be the, like, I just go, Oh my God. Like it just, I feel like the veil has been lifted and I go, yeah. wow, my whole life has been like a lie and this is going to fix everything. And this is going to make me happy where uh, the, the ironic part is that being diagnosed with ADHD has lifted the veil for me and has actually been a huge like uh, realization that has led me to be a lot happier, a lot happier because the thing about people with ADHD that is a misconception is that we can't focus on anything. And the thing is we focus too hard on some things sometimes because of our lack of focus. And if we don't go hard and like really get obsessed, then we can't function. And mm -hmm. so that's kind of what I, I think I do. And now I just don't, I don't let my, I just earlier today, I was feeling, you know, the same feelings I was feeling earlier this summer of like, God, I'm, I'm getting all these offers to go out on the road. I suck at stand up. I've never been good. I'm a phony. I'm a liar. Like, everyone's going to discover I'm a fraud, never been funny, all these things. And those feelings are still there, but I just am not going all the way with them. Like I'm not, they're not, they're getting cut off at the pass. They're not, I just acknowledge them and I kind of go, okay, moving on to something else now. Like I, they just don't, I don't get obsessed with them. And I think that's where I get into some trouble is like, I just go too far. I take the thought too far. And, and then I just get, I, I think that it's all or nothing. Like that's, what's going to definitely happen. Yeah. I feel like that's how that girl wrote that song. I'm a sinner. I'm a saint. I I'm mean, a bitch. I'm a lover. I'm a child. I'm a mother. I'm a sinner. I'm a saint. I do not feel a thing. What do you mean? You listed like 15 things of like what you were. Like, I'm going to do this. I'm, I'm this. <laughs> I'm not funny. I'm a liar. I'll take your money. I will not be as funny as I was on the roast. You do think things about me that aren't true. I just laugh at white men. That's why they think I'm funny anyway. Yeah, I, I do think that a lot of people are misconceived about, about um me being like i'm i just no, gotta have to do this thing for um stern where i'm i'm challenged to like make someone laugh that never laughs they realize like one of their people on their show never laughs and they're like we want you to call him and try to make him laugh and i'm like i don't know that i can do like that's not yeah does that scare you i mean I it's just like it just seems like you're getting set up to fail i mean <laughs> You know, if you were in person, maybe like face to face and there was like some kind of tension. But yeah. if you're just on the phone with a guy that never laughs and he's in at Stern, you know, like 
what the fuck are you going to do? Like, other than, like, make fun of his dick or make fun of, like, like. Yeah, they, I know. I'm a little bit scared about it. Yeah. I was listening to Stern today. Kimmel yeah. was on there. And was uh, on? Kimmel. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, man, they're both so good. When they speak with each other, it's it, they're really like pros. It's unbelievable. And Adam Levine was on yesterday. And he oh, was yeah, fantastic. I heard him. You know, I have Sirius now because I have the car. And I'm like, why the fuck haven't I had Sirius this whole time when I actually worked at Sirius for a while? I know. Stern's but Stern is so fucking good, man. I know. I got to get back into him. He was bringing me so much joy when I used to listen every day. I know. I didn't get out of the car for like, I, I like stayed in my car. Just what so were they I could, talking like, about? They're actually talking about Kim will getting a replacement and and having other people do it for him and how he doesn't mind. He's like, it's the best job ever. You're gonna pay me and other people are gonna do my show. Oh and yeah. I'll keep, and I keep the name. Okay. That's. And I Howard love was that like, he let that. I, I I could see how Howard would never want that to happen. Fuck no. Yeah. Yeah, and and uh, Howard was like, well, what if one of the guys? What if they sat you down and they're like, he's better than you. And we're going to change it. And then you're going to get the fill in for this guy or girl sometime. <laughs> yeah. And what did Kimmel and, say? And Kimmel, I don't think Kimmel cares. I think Kimmel has $80 million. I think he'll go to do something else. Yeah. You know? Um, That's the thing. Yeah. Uh, when, I, when I worry about, oh, no, what if they, they catch on to that I'm not good at this? I'll figure something else out to do. I'll be okay. Yeah. Let let's if if they go, you know what, Nikki, you you're not good at this. You were never good at it. You're not funny. You're not good on radio. You're not all these things that we thought you were. Oh, you fooled us the whole time. I'll just go, up. Oh, well, the ruse is up. Okay, I'm gonna go rehabilitate some birds. Like I'll just I'll almost be relieved if that happens. And it's never gonna happen because I'm not a fraud and I haven't tricked anyone and I do have talent. There you go. But yeah, it's it's all in my head, and it's you know. Also, I'm, birds wouldn't like you either. No, they would. They definitely would. <laughs> I'd be great. At that. What if the bird was like you? You don't feed me well. You never did. <laughs> you fucking. I. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad that there was a second half of that conversation. I mean, I. You definitely. Um, you put those thoughts in your mind and about not being good, and that it's like a ruse. Yeah. A ru- and it's just. I mean, I guess I have I have those kind of thoughts sometimes. Well, I know? was talking to you the other day, and we'll we'll wrap up with this. But we were we were talking about how you were having kind of a panic about doing a show where some people pointed out that you might not be as smart as you should be, or you felt like you got called like you kind of questioned your credibility, right? Yeah. So I I had Tim Dillon on my podcast, and Tim is known for his you know his hot takes. His social dialogue, how he breaks down uh, government, how he breaks down conspiracies, how he, uh, you know, talks about read. He he talks. He has a great vocabulary. He is very knowledgeable. He has very specific references to things that I'm like, I don't even know what he's just a really intellectual guy. And and talks about things in a way that I, I am extremely intimidated when I listen to him. So you haven't had him on your podcast. Well, here's the thing. I think if we were just being silly and funny and like just absurdist, I can I could hang with him. I really do feel like yeah, I can. Yeah, there you go. You know, you know what your strengths are. But when we're like, you know, talking in this kind of voice and it's like, well, what do you really and you know, I, it wasn't like a back and forth that was what I would have preferred, but um and so, you know, there were a lot, you know, he also has a very specific set of fans um, that come from, you know, Joe Rogan and Come Town, who like their whole thing is like, let's be as negative as we can in the comments. And that's the way of like, that's how we should communicate because that's how we think Tim would. But Tim wouldn't communicate like that. Right. Uh, and so, so they anyway. attacked you and you felt bad. You started yeah, reading felt- like about American history after that. Yeah, which I lasted one chapter. I'm yeah, at you the Indian breathing. It. Yeah, <laughs> the untold story. No, no, no. That's a long book. It's the little history of the United States. Yeah. And a long time ago, I read the little history of of, of world history or whatever. And uh, it's actually a great book if you're like it's like history for dummies essentially. Yeah. And I started reading that, and then I put out another podcast, and I had two positive comments, and I was like, I don't, I don't need to. I'm know. back, baby. I don't need to know about America, but yeah, it 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 hurt my feelings, like, um, because I felt like I didn't. 
if I did the best me, I don't care when people are negative. It's when I also see where they're coming from, you know? Yeah. You know, when someone points out something that you're already thinking about yourself. Absolutely. That's when it hurts because you're like, oh, there is some truth to this. And this yes. is how I feel. And people well, are seeing it. And that's but, talking you through that. I, I realized something about myself, which is like, I compare my, you can't compare yourself to everyone. You can't be good at what everyone else is good at. There are some people that are better at things that I'm just not going to be as good at those things. And I, it's okay. I know my lane. I know what I'm good at. And I'm better at those things than, you know, than I can compare to myself to Tim Dillon all day, but then I have a lot of strengths that Tim Dillon doesn't have. Like, yeah. you know, I, I can't think of any off the top of my head, but I can, um, <laughs> I don't want to be mean, but yeah, I can think yeah. of some, well, you know, I have a, one of my strengths is being able to be like emotionally vulnerable and real. And whether that's funny or not, or whether that's in actual uh, intelligence or not, I have an ability to actually be authentic on air and be the same I am off air as on air. And that is a talent. And even though it comes easy to me, doesn't mean that it's not something that I should celebrate in myself. And I think that's where we get, I get hung up is like, but that's not, that's, it's not hard for me. And it's like, okay, well, that's still impressive. And I always want things, things need to be hard for me to give myself any credit for them. Mm -hmm. Just like when your show is on in the UK, call back. <laughs> Killed it. Perfect timing. I mean, I know we're ending. We're wrapping up. That was fuck. I mean, could Tim do that? Probably. Oh, Probably. yeah. He could do it more <laughs> and, with better choice of words. And <laughs> uh, I mean, but yeah, I, I, you know, I talked to some people that listened to that that I know. And I was like, did you feel like I sounded like I'm like, no, you were you. You were self deprecating. Yeah, you be yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. talking to Carlisle Forrester yesterday and she was like, she does a, um, a, you should follow her on her YouTube channel. It's called Here for the Hang. And Carlisle's great. I mean, her strengths are more so than me in terms of her ability to be, to say extremely embarrassing things, talk very openly about all of her foibles. Um, but she yesterday was like, I just feel like I'm going to get canceled everything I say. And I don't know what my take is on um, Trump. And I'm like that no one's turning to you for that. Like know what, know what people want from you. And so I had to remind her like, here's what you're good at. Go do those things. And it was just a good reminder for myself. Well, you know what else I thought? I don't, sorry. I know we're going to, but you know what else I thought? No, but, <laughs> uh, but you know what else? Um, I was thinking about Chris Evans, dick pic. And oh, I, I had think like, about it too. Yeah, you have. I could tell. Someone tape her mouth shut. Uh, I <laughs> could Tim have thought of that. That's what I Probably. ripped off the tape in the middle of the night. I had a dream about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, I had all these thoughts and like these points, and I'm not. And then when it comes to like political stuff, I do. I start to like get sensitive. Why is that political? No, 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 no. I'm saying it's not at all. Oh. What I'm saying, though, is, like, I could spiel off, and I don't give a fuck how people react to me, how I talk about Chris Evans' dick and how I think he showed it on purpose and it's always a thick cock that gets shown on act. Whatever, like, I have all these thoughts. All I do these, not like, think he did it on purpose. You do? It's always a big dick that gets released accidentally. Is it big? Are people saying it's big? I am. You did, did you hog. see it? Yes, I've Wait, zoomed I didn't in. see it. You I almost crashed it. my car trying to find that dick. Uh, I Not from zooming in, just from Google, but... Um, whatever. You, I'm you just saying. See it? You can find it. I have yeah, no yeah. for it. Yeah, it, it's actually harder than you think. But if there, if you go to Pornhub, type in Chris Evans' dick. And I'm not gonna do that. I don't want to. Um, you know, invade. I want to see it in its natural state someday when I'm dating him. Okay, so never. <laughs> um, <laughs> the day so, he gets married i'll pull that picture up and i'll go okay okay, okay. Well, yeah 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 when he's dead <laughs> yeah when he dies on his deathbed oh, I won't i'll give look up at then. his dick I'll, I'll i'll start going to med school so i can become a um is it open casket so i can see his dick <laughs> can i see his dick is it hard it is hard oh because he's dead it's open dick so so <laughs> oh my god is it like I saw a far this. away picture or is it a close-up it's a close it's not even that like it's not he hard definitely it's like, sent it to someone i mean like he's definitely had it because there's like thick, someone in he's his got life. a big head a lot of blood flow without it being hard it's wide 
It looks wide. Do you wide. see his legs in it? Like, do you get perspective on what it's it is? It's very dark. It? It's dark. He's not holding it. It's like a semi-hard on, which is impressive. So you can only imagine. It would be funny. I was like, maybe it's someone else's dick. Can't he just say it's someone else's? And I go, well, that doesn't really That doesn't work. sound, yeah, yeah, doesn't yeah. doesn't sound good either. No, no, no. It doesn't. You got to just own it I as your own I love that cop. he's sending a dick pic. He's so fucking hot. Well, he also said, now that I have your attention, you should vote. Oh, I vote. loved that. So, like, if, that was so, so Biden good. wins, it's how thick Chris Evans' dick is. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll vote now. Um, so my point being is, like, I don't give a fuck what I say about this. And then when it comes to, like, politics or whatever, then I'm like, well, what should I say? But it's like, just go off the top and just, just say whatever the fuck. Just be honest about yeah, the fact that yeah. you don't know. Well, that too. But I'm just saying, like, I don't know everything about Chris Evans' dick, but I can still have opinions on it without being, like, second-guessing and feeling like, how are people going to be mad at me? You know, what yeah. about the pro-dick The people? country is divided on Chris Evans' dick. <laughs> My point is, is that, like, whatever you're talking about, just fucking say how you feel. And Yeah, and then it's not wrong. Feelings aren't wrong. That's, the, that's what I told Carlisle. It was just, like, just say that you don't know what you're and also admit you don't know what the fuck you're talking about and that gives you so much license to say whatever the fuck you want as long as you admit listen i don't know what i'm talking about i am not educated in this and then you're free you are free but if you're sitting next to someone that doesn't do that and does talk about things and takes ownership of them and thinks they know then you kind of stand out as a as as not and it's, but it's still okay to be that person next yeah, to that person. For sure. If you admit it. And it can be funnier. So, yeah. Um, but I know anyway, everything. Andrew, go check out uh, Andrew's podcast, Puddles. Uh, who did you have on the show today? Since he- I Heather McMahon. Oh, nice. Oh, no, think- no. I had Heather on, who I'm recording Last, with tomorrow. Yeah. I'm recording with Paige DeSorbo. Oh, nice. From, from Summer from House. From Summer House. Wow. You really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lazy, dude. It has nothing to do with me liking Summer House. I'm just like, oh, here's someone that's already been on. I'm literally, I don't think I'm ever going to try to get in. It's so annoying to get guests. It's yes, so fucking it's frustrating. It's hard to do. Um, I know. Even your best friend bails on you the day before. I mean, it's frustrating. Sorry about that. It is what it is. I mean, look, numbers wise, you would have done worse anyways. I <laughs> Probably. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. It's okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll admit that. She's so beautiful. You'll get there. No, I won't. I can't get that beautiful. <laughs> it's got that. It's funny to gone. tell people. You'll get there. Yeah, You'll it's just there. like, wait. So you admit it that I'm not okay. Well, no, okay. I believe in you. <laughs> what? What? Okay, I gotta go Google Chris up and stick. <laughs> All right, talk to you tomorrow, guys. Squirt, squirt. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.